Welcome to Food Ad, the podcast that explores the vital role food plays in the classroom. Join us as we dive into the latest research, share best practices, and hear from experts in the field. Let's work together to create a school environment where every student can thrive. Let's become food educated together. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Food Ed Podcast. My name is Svetlana Elgar. I'll be your host. And today we have with us Ms. Laney, who is the CEO, founder, and an instructor of Laney's Learning Lane. Hi, Ms. Laney. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thanks for having me. My, my pleasure. Um, so please give us a, a intro on yourself. And at the end of your intro, tell us what your favorite food is. Oh, That'll be easy. Um, So I uh, went to school in the 70s and 80s and had a really hard time learning to read. Um, I got my master's in my mid-30s and learned I was dyslexic. And then um, did some ed therapy for a while. Started a school back in 2014 for kids with different learning styles, disabilities, um, with five kids. And now... Ten years later, we're up to 85 kids, and um, we specialize in the different learning styles or learning disabilities. I like to call them differences. And that is my background. I have three boys. They're all in their 20s, um, doing great. And my favorite food is tacos. Tacos. Wonderful. Wow. I love that. Tacos, like, um, with what? What's on the inside of the tacos? Fish? Beef, chicken, which what? Vegetarian? All the above. It's, All about, the above? it's about the sauce you put in there with them. <laughs> the sauce, yes. My favorite too. Yes, wonderful. Um, please tell us, so I, I know you um, are the CEO of Laney's Learning Lane. Tell, tell me a little bit about Laney's Learning Lane. What is that? Um, who do you work with? Who are your customers? Um, and um, I'm very interested to get more info from you. So Lenny's Learning Lane started um, when I left teaching kindergarten, um, and it's basically educational therapy or private sessions, one-to-one, okay. very customized instruction, more multi-sensory. Um, okay. The overhead um, label for that is Orton-Gillingham method. It's It's all tactile, all the different modalities of learning, and so kids come from kindergarten all the way to 12th grade. Okay. For one-to-one sessions, and we give them customized support to wait, to be able to complete homework or explain things differently so they can remember things. Um, yeah, accommodating all their learning needs in, in all the different ways that we can. I have no restrictions on how I have to do things, which is really nice. Okay. So are the, what is, mo- what do you, what um, is the subjects that are mostly that you guys are covering? Are they the core subjects in the schools or is it just homework or is it all of the above? What, what are the things that you guys are covering most of the times when, when they come to you? The big, mostly math and reading and writing. Those are the okay. big ones. And okay. it, it is either t- teaching the younger kids um, how to read and spell and write, and the bigger mm-hmm. kids, more um, homework help with presenting the information differently so they can retain and recall it to be able to pass tests and actually understand what they're supposed to be learning. Okay, 
Okay. Um, so, and you said it's in person. So they actually come to you and you do uh, like a session and then they come back. So it's like on a regular basis, right? Is that correct? Yeah. Usually kids come once a week or sometimes twice a week. Okay. So it's um, almost like a, it's almost like a live tutoring. Yes. Yeah. The difference between a tutoring um, is let me help you with your homework. Educational therapy is remediation. It's we're going to teach you and give you things you need to learn that is not working where you currently are getting. So there's a big, big difference, very big difference. Yeah. You're, you're actually educating, you're actually providing them tools so that they can do better on their own in the future. Right, very which good. is what an educational therapist does, to your point. Yeah. Yes, perfect. Very, very good. Okay, got it. Wow, okay. Um, that That's wonderful. I, I think that that's a very needed uh, needed uh, thing right now. I really do from, from working uh, with schools and all of that. Um, how do you feel uh, being in the educational field? What do you think about uh, food education in our school systems? And what, you know, you were a teacher, now you have this business. Well, how do you feel uh, about food education? Is there food education in our school systems? Is there enough of it? Is there, what, what, what are your feelings on that subject? Um, there's definitely not enough of it. Um, <laughs> even within the kids that come to the educational therapy business, as well as my school, um, that runs like a traditional school. We are we are really huge on the snacks we provide. We stay away from heavy sugar stuff. I don't allow sodas at the school or even when the kids come for private sessions. Um, I just don't think there's enough education on really what is um, benefiting their bodies because when they come after school and they're tired and hungry, they can't learn if they're hungry. You know, and their blood sugar is super low. They're grumpy. So we always have snacks here, healthy ones, to get that blood sugar up so they can actually learn and retain things. Because, like, if you're not happy and you're hungry, you can't learn, basically. Okay, yes. Um, what about health, wellness, and nutrition education? So food education, there's not enough of. Um, I agree. Uh, what about health, wellness, and nutrition education? Do you ever come across anything that has those components? Um, regarding health, wellness, um, the school part of my business, we do a lot of nutrition. We do things called life skills, um, and we focus on nutrients or nutrition, and also we have a class called social-emotional learning, which supports the... Um, the social emotional piece of their day and give them provide strategies to help them manage friends and challenges. So it all, as you know, all those things go together um, to um, provide kids with um, the strategies they need to do well in school. Well, to your point, I think it's great that you understand, and of course you would, and realize that Health, wellness, and nutrition, food education has everything to do with the way a child learns, right? I mean, what, how they're hydrated, what they're eating. I mean, it's all so involved, right? So uh, it looks like you're, you're seeing that and you're, you're doing 
what you can. You are providing healthy snacks and what have you. What do you think about, you know, being in education and being a teacher? What do you think, how do you think that we could address the problem of not enough food education, not enough health, wellness, and nutrition in the school education's curriculum? How do you think as a community we could address something like that? Do you have any ideas? And this is just thoughts. I'm just trying to see what everybody is thinking to come up with one big solution. Maybe that'll work uh, universally for our society. Um, as probably you're aware uh, that diabetes and obesity uh, K through 12 has increased in, 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 the, in the past 10 years to the numbers that are I believe now are epidemics. Um, I think the challenge of the public schools, um, I support public school kids that come to my world, but um, growing up in the public system and seeing the kids that come to me, the focus is so on the academics. They have yes. to check those boxes. Um, yes. The teachers are expected to cover what they need to cover. So there, there is really, they don't allow a lot for any time to discuss mental health, nutrition, um, even get some art in nowadays. That's even a low priority. So yes, there's a ginormous need to revamp the educational systems of the United States. To, um, <laughs> I mean, seriously, to bring back. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I just, you know, I'm so with you. I'm just thinking that's a big one. Uh, and, and what you're saying and the research that I've done and, you know, what I have seen, I'm, you are, you're right on the money. It's true. They are mostly concentrating on the core subjects. This episode is brought to you by Rainbow Chefs Academy. Rainbow Chefs Academy provides turnkey nutrition and wellness training for schools, home-based, and after-school programs. For more information, please check the link in the show notes or visit rainbowchefsacademy.com. And now, back to the show. The, the whole focus is on the grades, the grades, the grades. And sadly, that's um, causing a lot of problems in our world. And it, again, it takes away from the whole child, you know food, nutrition, exercise, and academics. So it's really sad and frustrating to watch um, and observe these kids, um, you know, so much weight on grades versus their their bodies and their mental health as one. Yeah. What, what, do you remember, like, back in the days, there was, like, home ec, right? And there was something... There was not a lot of health, wellness, and nutrition there either, but there was some cooking, some food education um, going on. Now in schools, there's nothing like that. And the kids are kind of left on their own on that particular subject. So they eat and, and they drink, not really knowing much behind what they eat and drink. I would, you know, that's probably the most simplistic way to say that, but... Um, I agree with you. I think that the curriculum needs to be revamped, and I think that we need to pay attention absolutely to core subject, but I think that the whole child, the social-emotional needs to be there. The health, wellness, and nutrition 
is just as big to me as it is reading and writing and um, everything that we're we're going through. I'm just wondering how are we going to revamp our curriculum as a society and and as a as a system when we have so much um, you know going on and that's why you know all the different programs that are available um, and there's a lot of different program providers that work with schools and what have you. I think it's it's important for us to see if we can kind of bring that back in some way, somehow, as, you know, in, in any capacity. And so, um, yes, that's, that's all I, 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 I have to say, and I'm hoping and working hard and trying to see how to get that done. So, which is, you know, great to hear um, how, wh what you're doing, because I think what you're doing is so needed and it's, uh, wonderful that there is, that still there, that exists, you know, one-on-one -on -one and you're actually, I love the fact that you're given the tools. That's almost how I feel health, wellness, and nutrition should be the same way, taught the same way you're teaching, you know, we should give our kids the tools. What are, you know, the tools to be healthy, the tools to cook healthy, the tools to educate themselves about food, and then that way they can have that healthy lifestyle um, and offset diabetes and obesity. So looking for ways to provide the tools to our youth. So that's that's what I, what I believe we, uh, we need to look at as a community. Yeah, well, um, I've, like I shared the the private sessions, but again, my school, I have created the model where we do hit everything. Okay. Uh, and the nutrition, the fitness, the social emotional learning and all the academics. So um, not only do a private sessions, like I said, I run a school core education academy and that is my model, exactly what you are hoping to get the public schools or the school systems in general to um, uh, put together. So I have a working model on a capacity of 80 kids, but it's just really um, just changing our mindsets about the priorities of things. And you can still get all the academics, but also the other piece of the puzzle too. So it is, it is effective in my world. And um, I love the fact that you are, very passionate about this because it is a ginormous problem out there in the, the big public schools, you know, it really is. And so it's fantastic that you're creating these podcasts and you're reaching out to Aww, people like thank me you. and it's, thank it's important because I think the more we share and get it out there, absolutely. People will start going, wait a minute, wait a minute. Absolutely. So yeah. Um, can you tell me a little bit how you are uh, doing that in the core education academy now like how uh, how many uh times a week is that taught is that taught as a separate course can you just give me a little bit of a outline how you're currently doing and then i'd love to hear the results do you have any kind of metrics or any kind of data collection that you're doing or just give me a little info on that so the the process is um they have you know, their math, their English, their science and history. And then once a week, their social and emotional class. So every week, each class ranging from eight kids to 15 kids, 
I meet with them and we have a focus on the social emotional piece, um, discuss communication, empathy, compassion, things they share, strategies they need. We talk about their different learning styles um, and they look forward to social SEL as we call it because they'll say, Miss Laney, can we talk about this in SEL on Tuesday? So they all have that. Um, and then regarding the nutrition piece, we do life skills every week. And so we focus on different life skills from cooking different things, from um, tying ties to different ways to cook eggs, um, and a lot, um, you know, obesity and their understanding of that. So there are set classes embedded in the curriculum once a week for SEL and life skills kind of things. And then they have their academics. Um, and it works great. And it's, you know, it gets that all those boxes checked that um, is needed for the whole child approach. So yeah, it's been, this is will be my 10th year. And I would say the, S, the social emotional piece, probably the kids enjoy that more than the academics. I applaud you for doing that. I think, um, I think that's wonderful. You're, you're taking, you're being very proactive and I hope that people that are watching our podcast, I hope that they can, um, you know, take note that doing and being proactive is most needed and very important because children, they're like sponges, you know, if they like it, all they want to do is suck it up more, suck it up more. Right. I mean, and they want to do this. So. Um, I think that that's great. Your your approach is is working. Are you guys doing any? Do the kids do any cooking of any sort um, on site? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about that a little. Yeah. Well, we moved to a new location, so we have these um, hot plates, so to speak, mm -hmm. or the mm -hmm. the things you cook pancakes on. Mm -hmm. So they made um, one of our teachers, our science teacher, made. Um, they're not tacos, but I I don't know the official name. Um, but they make them out of flour and then they put vegetables and they grounded certain types of meat. So they made them from scratch. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And we, and we have a, we have a lot of kids that are um, vegetarians now. Mm -hmm. So learning all of that and providing foods that, um, you know, okay, well you have vegetarians coming over. How are you going to, what, what meal are you going to prepare for them versus the ones that, you know, do eat meat. And we talk a lot about that and what we could be serving people who have different, dietary needs mm -hmm. um we we're always the kids come up with um ideas too like making smoothies that don't have as much sugar in them we did that mm -hmm. um you know getting rid of the added sugar um trying to think what else the kids are fantastic thinking of things and then we go as teachers all right let's figure this out how can we do this oh we made salads um there was a show called, um, I forget what it was. We did each, each group got a basket full of foods, healthy foods. And then they had to take the basket and create a meal or a, or a snack from that basket. And then the teachers had to sample each one. Is it called cho chopped or yeah, is it chopped? chopped. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we did chopped at my school and the kids love having, okay, here's what you have. Now, what are you going to make from it? That's going to be healthy for us because we give them all healthy ingredients. Yes, that was really fun to watch them. Because um, they, they had to be creative. So yep. that's very, so every time a child has to be creative and and do something like that, they get super, super excited about it. So that's fantastic. Okay. And I think your metrics, 
our metrics come from the joy of the kids doing these things. <laughs> yes, right? I mean, there's no, you know, they and then yes. they go home and share, I made this, or let's do Chop again, or chopped whatever the show's called, but yeah. Yes, that's well, that's, that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, well, <clears throat> I'm going to put you on our Partners in Health page because I think that um, that's what, you know, we're creating together with uh, our community. I think that Partners in Health, that just rings the, the bell for me. And I've created that on the on the page, on the podcast. And um, also, um, I think that that's a wonderful coalition for us to become a unit so we could share, so we could see how we can really achieve this. So it's not only one every 10th school, but it should be a, an effort that all of us are partaking in. And I think that I really enjoyed hearing um, how much work you have put into this and, you know, the, your results. I love what you said that it's the joy of the kids. Of course, you know, what else can you do? Um, I mean, what, what else can you ask for if they're all happy and they're asking for, for that particular thing all the time? So yes, sure. You know that it's working. So that's wonderful. Um, I, um, as a thank you, um, on being on the podcast, I'm going to send you a, Rainbow Chefs Academy backpack that has all the tools for cooking. So you guys can uh, take a look at that, um, use that, keep it. And I'd love to be in touch with you and I'll reach out to you just to say hello. Um, otherwise, I just wanna thank you. And I think that this is wonderful and please keep the doors open to your business because it is fantastic. I think so needed and in our day and time, the, you know, all the, I, I see all the passion and the love that you have. Um, so thank you so much. And I will be in touch with you. And I really, really enjoyed today's show. And I believe that you coming on board and being partners in health will just help this grow and hopefully we'll be seen. And hey, the curriculum in the schools is gonna be changed to accommodate the very basic things like health, wellness, and nutrition. So take care. It was great to talk to you and to meet you. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Thanks I'll for see you guys me. again. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform and on YouTube. Let's work together to create a school environment where every student can thrive while becoming food educated together. We will see you next week on Food Ed.